Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. from the rings of Acten School for Music and Drama, it's a wheezing, groaning sound, the only podcast about Doctor Who. And today we're paying a trip to the planet of the giants. Uh, so don't get cut short. We'll be starting mm. in a minute, minute. Nice. Nice. <laughs> as we enjoy the only episode of Doctor Who to cross over with the Pink Panther, as Ian Chesterton discovers a... dead ant. I'm Tom Deedon, and joining me are two giants of the podcasting world. It's Mr. Paul Litchfield, Mr. John Ray. We're back, baby. We're back. Uh, what an absolute treat. How are you guys doing? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I've been, to, I've been to a pub and I've been to a barber's, so I'm genuinely very happy. Oh, my Your goodness. That's amazing. fetishes. I know, yeah, obsessed. Like one a week now, isn't it? Yeah, I'm, well, I'm on three a day at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> That's the expensive habit. So we'll have to invite you to a barber's and hold an intervention at some point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was so lovely. Um, mm. Also, well, because I know that I know you're you've been desperate for a haircut, John, but I know mm. that you've had to book and wait a while. Mm. Um, the sort of joy of where I live um, in Goda Screens, I live above the high street, above all the shops. There are nine barbers here. Oh, wow. So I, knew, I knew that I would find someone that would just go, yes, come in, we can do it. <laughs> Welcome that in. that was great. So, oh, that's yeah, so did that. Nice. And, then went, and then had a pint for the first time in seven months outside, and that was quite odd. Oh, i tell you what glorious. was really nice about it. it, what, it the pub experience was lovely, hmm. but what I, what I realised I'd missed so terribly was the journey home on the tube immediately needing a wee. <laughs> and that yeah. feeling of oh it's just like how I used to remember not going for that emergency week just before leaving getting on the tube three stops in going oh god I should have gone to the loo I'm in yeah. agony oh god oh, they're regulating the service beautiful feeling yeah. to be in agony on the northern line again <laughs> well, it's but, weird hmm. yeah no go on no, it was just because the wheezing pod has ended up weirdly being a lockdown podcast. Like mm, our, the, yes. our sort of lifespan has actually been throughout lockdown, which is quite strange. So it's, I feel like it's a real sort of development for us as a as a <laughs> as a podcast that we can now think about going outside. Just think, as well. one day we could do this in a room together and oh. then go to a pub together. That is, I might cry. I know. Isn't that <laughs> a nice thought? But talking yeah. of haircuts, oh yeah. Oh, what were what were the highlights oh. <laughs> on TV that day? God, seamless. 
Look at that. It's only taken us 48 shows. <laughs> Here we go. Well, yes, Planet of the Giants, gentlemen. Mm. Um, Saturday, 31st of October, 1964. Oh, oh lovely. Um, um, what time did it come on? It came on at a respectable 5.15. That's good. That's good. Lovely, mm. lovely time for Doctor Who. Now, obviously, it's a little bit slim bickens, uh, <laughs> in 1964. He was on uh, telly all the time. Yeah, he was. Uh, <laughs> he, he used to do Newsnight. It was very odd. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what's happening today, boy. There's been trouble in the Suez Canal, my boy. Trouble in the Suez Canal. Bong, dong, bong, bong. Anyway. You um, could have yes. said that today as well. So. Yes, yes. Mm, it's happened, happened mm. today. Um, actually, Topical. today, today, as we do this, um, um, they are um, sticking Prince Philip in a in a in a mausoleum, aren't they? Mm. They are. Mm. So, what better way to celebrate <laughs> than to talk about three episodes of Doctor Who randomly? Yeah. Right, it's people in under the ground. So, yeah, there's a there's yeah, a certain there amount of go. soil going going on there. And, and Prince Philip has to sign his own hearse, and I've heard his coffin is a giant matchbox. So, yeah. <laughs> And the thing that killed him was uh, was some pesticides. So it's there you go. So it all makes sense. Yeah. He's in fact, dodgy in fact, seeds. <laughs> in fact, what they've done is they put some sandpaper on his head, and they're going to run him at the matchbox, and then that'll, that'll catch a light, and then he will have his own um, cremation. Proper, proper cremation. Yeah. Yeah, that's how they're doing it. Dignity at all times. Um, Sponsored by Swan Vesta. <laughs> so, of course, the Queen owns all the Swan Vestas, doesn't she? Exactly. Yes, she does. She it's, does. It's actually illegal to strike a match in her presence. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I remember when the first Swan Vesta uh, factory opened, the Queen had to individually open every match. And it just took so long. Cut tiny bits of ribbon. It was just like, fucking tedious. Anyway, she did it. I always like the idea that if that, that if a big business closes like Debenhams, then the Queen mm. should then turn up and then sort of tie two bits of ribbon <laughs> outside the building to denote that it's closed. Yeah. I think they should start doing that. If or you like getting curtains and like covering. Yeah, decommission a ship. You have to like glue together a champagne bottle. Yeah, exactly. or, or she can do like a kind of Star Wars thing where she puts her hand towards the water and the champagne bottle flies out back into her hand. <laughs> You'd have to do with backwards film like the goodies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and do do watch out for continuity because you see her skirts billowing in a really odd way. <laughs> oh Christ! Anyway, um, television started at nine thirty on BBC Two oh. with a show called Stereophony, which was which was this which isn't was, stereo. You're a phony. You're a goddamn phony. Um, and this went on from nine thirty till twelve. I think it was just like. Stock music, just they just played random oh, nice. bits of music nice. for two and a half hours. Sex Very music. Odd. Sex music. <laughs> yeah, that's a little teaser. We'll get to that later. later. Yeah, we'll definitely like... cover that. <laughs> well, it's it's right. Saturday, 31st of October, 1964. It's time for sex music. <laughs> With slim pickings. Yeah. Come on, Dad, sex music is on. Oh, it's my favourite, look. Oh. Anyway, um, so you had you had stereophony music up until midday. Yeah. And then, then you had the Science of Man documentary Ooh. Ooh. from egg to adult. So I, think, so I think they got that wrong already. Yeah, that's, that's definitely wrong. <laughs> so already got that wrong. The old days. Um, and then, it, of course, it was Grandstand from 1pm to 5.15. And then at 5.15, Doctor Who, Planet of the Giants. No no blurb, I'm afraid, no, Tom. They, so sorry. No, no. Oh, no. that's a shame. No. I mean, um, I mean imagine if it just was like... Well, imagine if it was just in italics. It was just same mode, same mode. Yeah. <laughs> the Doctor makes a phone call and lights a match. <laughs> I can't wait for yeah. this story. <laughs> 
this is so, anyway. No, no, we'll get to it. We we'll get to just it. Just make it look like he's had a horrible dump. <laughs> Imagine if they met a dung beetle. That would have been amazing. Um, anyway, so at six fifteen, you had something called Temple Houston Western Series. Temple discovers a ruthless and corrupt lawyer running for mayor. His campaign doing absolutely nothing. Whoa! Oh. Bloody Lawrence um, Fox sounds yeah. like that. Yeah. Oh. Just. Doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Did you have you any of you guys got your mayor election pamphlet delivered yet? Oh, no, you I, wouldn't, John. I don't live in London. So. No, you don't live in London. I just I've had mine do. delivered. Yeah, have you had a little cursory glance through the mania that is in that? It's so I haven't amazing. had a look at all of them. I just love the fact there's a, there's a guy called Gammons. That mm. is yeah, uh, that's my Mr. Dream. Gammon. And yeah. I thought, well, I thought the I thought the Lawrence Fox one would be the one that I was going to, you know, cut out and buy a budgie just to shit on. Yeah. But no, there's another one called the Heritage Party, which oh. is amazing. Which is like keep Britain bloody blue pack. <laughs> so in, the the rhetoric is insane. Yeah. Speaking of insane, at seven thirty, you had the black mm-hmm. and white minstrels show. Oh dear. Oh. With no, no, to be fair, Leslie Crowther. To be fair, but it's because it was shown in black and white in those days. <laughs> so it was just the minstrel show. Yeah. yeah. It was just someone Leslie eating uh, eating chocolates. It was fine. <laughs> oh, I miss minstrels. <laughs> yeah, I miss minstrels. Oh, yeah, they're good. Come on, BBC. Get the <laughs> back in the shops. Um, uh, 8.30, Dr. Kildare. Um, a 15-year-old diabetic girl falls in love with Dr. Kildare with near tragic results. Oh, no. So what he just he gives her sugar until she yeah. dies. <laughs> very yeah. <laughs> and then at, at 9.25, it, it's a show called Thorndike, and it just says, Percival Bland's brother. What? <laughs> what? Okay. What? Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What? Is that just um, throwing darts at a wall or something? I have no <laughs> idea. It's just utterly insane. Mm. And then at 10:30, the International Ballroom Championships 1964, mm. the duel of the giants, the Delroys versus George and the Ronnets, and for a difference. An Israeli folk dance ensemble. Oh, nice. Mm. Yeah, only five minutes. We ain't got time for that. Um, <laughs> and that was BBC One. On BBC Two, programmes began at a respectable four o'clock in the afternoon. Mm. Um, mm. And it began with open house. And it just says this. Open house. People. Places. Pops. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you know what, what that is? Pops Larkin? I don't know. Mm. People popping, or I imagine it's <laughs> cool, cool swinging sounds of the sixties. Mm. Mm. Because oh, yes, just after yeah. that was the beat room. Nice. Thirty mm. minutes of non-stop beat and shake. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. With what with goes? with this cornucopia of of just think swinging sixties guys mm. with the Dixie Cups, mm. Little Walter. Peter and the Headlines, The Roosters, and resident group Wayne Gibson and Dynamic Sound. <laughs> That's so partridge, isn't it? That's so partridge, a... isn't it? Absolutely brilliant. And then after that, you had something called The Old Wives' Tale, Part 4, Progeny. <laughs> Sophia has been deserted by Gerald. Gerald has started a business, but has been arrested for being a spy. <laughs> then someone's mother dies. Ooh. 
just someone's mother. <laughs> and that was closely followed by Jazz 625 up until <laughs> close down. And that was your television delights in 1964. BBC One on BBC Two. Oh, I'd watch BBC Two that night. It sounds great. Yeah. yeah. The beat room with the Dixie mm. Cups and then mm. Jazz. A beat room with the Dixie Cups sounds like uh, something you find in a sperm bank. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Take this Dixie Cup to the beat room and. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Sounds a bit like Jimmy Savile's rider. Yeah. Like, oh, God, we, we must get through an episode without mentioning him. Yeah, we must. <laughs> I, want, I want to know what time the scrutineers on. <laughs> I'm being fellated. Yeah, it's not an unpleasant sense. Why <laughs> someone called a groupie? Yeah. <laughs> That was so good. That the, the most accurate parody I've ever seen. Yes. That was incredible. Attitude tonight. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, so why why would you be oh, watching any of that when why? you'd be enjoying Planet of the Giants, mm-hmm. aka Earth? Earth. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we begin in media res. Hey. <laughs> to get a catchphrase. In. You've got it. You've got it. You've got two. I've got my own eye and in media res. <laughs> Uh, and the TARDIS is being a dick again. The TARDIS yeah. is being a dick. We're gonna we're gonna be talking about the TARDIS being a dick quite a lot, I think. In, in, yes, in I although think it has got weeks. a griddle now. Yeah, <laughs> it's got a George Foreman grill. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Susan it's like, oh, for ah. fuck's sake, what's that? <laughs> oh, you put your hand in my eggs. Yeah, <laughs> I'm making liver and onions. What's <laughs> <laughs> going on? So fucking TARDIS, not a burger bar. Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, and so immediately, so yeah, the TARDIS is being a dick. It's making that noise. There's literally a noise that the TARDIS makes as a warning, which is the sound yes. of someone seeing a sexy lady in a cartoon. Off to the right, there's a wolf with its tongue all over. Yeah. <laughs> a bad wolf. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Hello. Oh. Um, and uh, so there's problems afoot because of something called space pressure, which space sounds pressure, like a made-up yeah. phrase, but there's there's space pressure no. which is causing all kinds of stuff. The mm. the, the scanner busts. Yeah. Um, like it would if um, Ian Levine was there with his hammer. <laughs> I was just going to uh, say that. <laughs> <laughs> Someone has to Photoshop Ian Levine yeah. standing to that with a hammer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Someone has to do that. If it was Please. Ian Levine, he'd be on the console doing a shit on the grill. <laughs> he 100% listens to this, isn't he? Oh, um, I hope so. Yeah. He's smashing his iPod now with a hammer. <laughs> um, but a so hammer then, that's, uh, you know, from 1964. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> the toffee hammer. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh. So the TARDIS, the TARDIS materialises. <laughs> what do you think of this materialisation, Paul? Are you happy with this one? Not really, no, but it's fine. No. <laughs> it doesn't make a sound. It just no. creeps in like a, like a sort of predator. Yeah. It's horrible. Yes. So it materialises and the Doctor realises that as, during uh. the materialisation, the doors are open. Yeah, that's true. So they just... He just gets the companions to manually grab them. It's like, yeah. Surely that's like terror. It's like when you, you're in a car ride with your parents and then suddenly you realise that the, like, the back door isn't locked and they're all just yeah. like, okay, open it and close it quickly. We're on the motorway. <laughs> yeah. surely, surely if it's slightly open when they're going through time and space, mm. then they, they should come out. sucked out. They should come out like <laughs> some sort of Brundlefly experiment. 
Like, <laughs> <laughs> a big pile yeah. of meat with eyes. Yeah. <laughs> what actually happens is a, it's a blessed relief. Yes. Um, <laughs> because they're, they're investigating, and the trouble is. I mean, uh, this is a, the, the trouble is that we know what this story is called. They mm. haven't seen the title of the story. <laughs> no, no. no. So it takes them a long time to piece together, having seen um, a big egg mm-hmm. <laughs> and a big matchbox <laughs> and a big worm <laughs> that they maybe might be miniaturised. But it's, it's sort of, you know, this is, we, obviously we, we take into account the pacing of sort of 60s TV. Mm. But mm. there is a lot of just like, yeah, okay. There's the, the, yeah, she's like, look at that big snake. And you're like... It's clearly a worm. That is. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, what on earth is this? You mean the big packet of seeds that's got Norwich seeds written? <laughs> Has the word Norwich written yeah. on it? We must like, be on the no- planet Norwich, Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for the love of fuck. <laughs> the, clues, the clues are there. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I felt sorry for Ian when she said, look at that big snake, and he turned around to check his flies. It was <laughs> Oh, oh, never mind. <laughs> so, um, so yeah. So eventually, I mean, let's just cut to the chase, and they realise that maybe they have been shrunkalized. Yeah, um, they all come they to the conclusion small. independently, don't they? Yes. Um, especially when Ian finds a matchbox. That's also when he, before he gets in it, there's a obviously there's a step behind it. <laughs> why? why so it's obviously it's a miniature step. <laughs> I know, why's your first recourse to go and get in there? It, it might have a driving seat or something. Yeah. No, it's a packet of matches here. It's, it's, oh, look at this train. What yeah. you about? It's all the I'm getting in there. Although, although, it did have a coster, so. That's... They get everywhere. Yeah. But yeah, oh, when he gets it, when he gets in the matchbox, you can clearly see him go up some steps. That yeah. behind. <laughs> I'm presuming he just obviously trod on a bumblebee or something to get yeah, in. Yeah, there. yeah, he's trampling all over. There was a dead step step beetle down there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so the they've ant- all worked it out. Yeah, they they've all worked it out. The ant yeah. looks pretty good, and and they, they yeah, they, so they've worked that out. What I love as well is that um, is that she finds um, Susan finds one egg, and he's like, "Look at this egg!" And then goes, "There's loads over here," and then like an inch further <laughs> further yeah. along, yeah. They, there's like a pile of them. Anyway, speaking of inches, they are all now apparently an inch tall. But I think yes. I'm not sure the scale is. Um... I was going to say the scale's way off, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for various. At things. one point, they got a notepad which. If scale was right, would be like one of those novelty cracker ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the bendy fish, according to your mood. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the doctor's <laughs> rolling around him. It's a cosmic fish. Oh, it's a two-dimensional kipper. <laughs> Christ. Yeah. Um, so, but but Ian gets picked up. He oh, does, which yeah. is exciting. And then he's sort of doing some weird, like, he almost sent into a music video where, like, Ian's being <sighs> buffeted around inside the box, isn't it? And it's all dark. And it looks His like name is a... Ian and he dances inside a matchbox. <laughs> I'm a living yeah, in gets... a box. Living, yeah. I'm a living <laughs> in a matchbox. And the matchbox belongs to none other than Mr. Farrow. Mr. Farrow, which is exciting. Yes. And sort of man mi- from the ministry, isn't he? Or scientist. Mm. He's a scientist, scientist and he's got some yeah. bad news to deliver to this house. Yes. He's, he's come there in person because he's got some bad news, um, which is that he cannot approve uh, the, I guess it's like the the, the mass um, uh, manufacturing of a, a thing called VM, is it VM6? DN6, um, I thought it was DM6, so mm, I can't read my I'm own not writing. Sure. Um, and he's there to tell his friend, uh, Mr. Foster, uh, that he can't do that. <laughs> Who's Mr. Played Foster. By, uh, sorry, go on. I think we we're about to say the same thing. Go on. 
He's played by R.K. Maroon. Maroon. Yes. <laughs> he works for Peanuts. <laughs> and also, this mass production's going on in a tiny little cottage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's very quaint. It is very... This whole... Yeah. It's basically... It's a murder mystery that can be solved with... Um, Basically, the whole thing is solved by a very enterprising lady at a switchboard. Like, the dog yes. has very little to do with any of this. The, we'll yeah, absolutely, absolutely right. no influence. No. Yeah. <laughs> There's no reason at all that they're there. Right. Mm. At all. <laughs> I half expected them to bump into David Bellamy at one point. Because <laughs> he used to miniaturise himself and jump around in trees. Oh, he oh, did, did he? yes. I will yes, tree. Look at all these lovely, squeamy, weeby doctors. <laughs> Look at these stupid cunts not knowing they get miniaturised. <laughs> Let's get one under the microscope, shall we? <laughs> um, he, he, he became a climate change denier. Did he? Oh, yeah, did he? genuinely. Oh. What, what a Johnny shame. Johnny Ball as well. Johnny Ball's yes. a climate change denier. Oh, yeah. Think of a number. Oh. Yeah. Reveal all. <laughs> don't reveal all, Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so at, the, at this point, they're, yeah, they're finding all these dead animals. Oh. And then there's an actual. So yeah. So anyway. So it's delivered. It's it's told that um, uh, that Pharaoh says he's not gonna can't approve it. And no. Foster shoots him. Shoots him. <laughs> shoots him. Yeah, that's what you do. Yeah. Yep. That's what Real, you do. This I mean, is like this is a man yeah. who's got access to dangerous chemicals, and he decides to shoot him. Yeah. <laughs> couldn't he just, just shoots him in the stomach? Couldn't. I mean, later on. The, the, I think if I'm remembering rightly, I'm so confused mm. with who. But later on, don't all doesn't all the gas leak out? They start leaking out the gas, so yeah. that would have, yeah, he could, that could have been a way of. He could have know, said he was. Slowly. He came in the lab and it went off, and now he's dead, and it's very sad. But yeah, then he yeah. shoots him. <laughs> Shoot, shoots him, and then why is he? He's going to put him on a boat or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, because the guy who says I'm going on holiday soon, oh. and the mm. guy goes, oh well, I'll make it look like you were murdered on the way to your holiday, and your <laughs> which is and fair I'll, enough. I'll get away with that. His boat collided with a bullet. Yeah. yeah. But he manages to get the other scientists complicit in it, doesn't he? Yes, so yes. Smithers is there and here Smithers, Smithers gets, yes. gets What I love as well is that there's just a bit where like, Ian is like standing by the dead guy's face, mm. just like looking at it, and doesn't seem seem sort of doesn't he do a thing where he like checks his breathing by like holding up a sheet up to his mouth or something? Yeah. Yeah. That's by, very by, uh, fart, by farting up his nose. <laughs> <laughs> Just do a little jiggy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, he's dead, Doctor. This man's. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so they are. We are reunited. All of the the TARDIS crew are reunited by this this dead bloke. Um, well, what I like is for, from their perspective, the gunshot sounds like a cannon. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure. I'm not sure about the science of all that. <laughs> um, no. Wouldn't it just sound like a gunshot? I don't know. I, I'm not entirely sure. But anyway, it's a big plot like point. Is that, that their voices yeah. are too high? Isn't it? That's, that's all... <laughs> and, when, and when they hear people talking, it's like. <laughs> they missed the trick it should have been Charlie Brown's school teacher sir and they all turn around and shock horror it's a cat it's end of part cat. one I mean that is yeah. a great cliffhanger isn't it yeah you think of Doctor Who in years to come mm. if you turn around and say the cliffhanger would be a cat yeah. <laughs> people think you were mad yep 
I mean, there's a, there's a, is it the next, um, the next cliffhanger is pulling out a plug. So yes. there's, it's pulling absolutely plug, yeah. thrilling. They were very simple in those days. They were. <laughs> so part two, which is cool, because obviously the, the uh, episodes mm. had their own individual titles, which is called Dangerous Journey. Yeah. Not really. Um, yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> and what what I love is is that you you pick off right from the last cliffhanger and the captain yeah. wanders off. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the cat wanders off, and they make the decision. They go, well, we can't go back to the TARDIS. Why not? Yeah, yeah. Why, <laughs> why can't you get back why to not? the TARDIS? And, and the Doctor immediately leaps to a conclusion that um, that because um, they now scan the vista and they see the mm. biggest cottage in the world, <laughs> and they go, whoever lives in that cottage is a murderer. What? Yeah. <laughs> Immediately leapt to that conclusion. Yeah, and like we can't trust them. We can't speak to them because if they're a murderer, then they'll they'll see tiny people and they'll murder us too. They'll they'll mm. shoot. So so yeah, like I don't understand why they can't leave, but nevertheless, they are they are off. They are going to find out what's going on, no matter how. Well, they heard him saying "fee fi fo fum" and they thought yeah. they to go and get the gold legs. So yes. <laughs> Hi there. I'm Yasmin Akram. Join myself and my friend Philippa Dunn each week for our podcast, We Heart Worry, a show about cars and their engines. Obviously not. It's a show where we talk about our fears, our worries and our anxieties in a bid to help you with yours. And we just have a laugh as well. So join us. There's nothing to be scared of. I promise. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So, so the- Ian and Barbara immediately hide in a briefcase. Mm. Of course. Stop <laughs> getting want- in things. I'm obsessed <laughs> with getting in things. Although they make Surprise the better choice. Surprised they didn't choice. grab the guy's ass. They didn't. <laughs> exactly. Surprised one of them just didn't do a shit in the bullet wound. You know? <laughs> Doctor, what are you doing? I thought it was a chemical toilet. It's it's not a chemical toilet, it's a dead man. Horrible horrible man. (laughs) Stop shitting in corpses. Shouldn't have to say this again, Doctor. That's how we got exercise from Delphon 6. (laughs) Imagine him plunging his head directly in the bullet room of the rest of the show. His entire head is just bright red. The fourth doctor was uh, sort of a bohemian, and the third doctor was a dandy, and the first doctor was a necrophilia. He's a fucking thug. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, we already know that the first thing the Doctor does in the very first episode in, in An Unearthly Child is he finds a caveman and his first recourse is to stove its head in. It's <laughs> <laughs> the first thing the Doctor does. Yep. <laughs> oh, dear. Colin was, yeah, Colin was right in his choices, I think. Yeah, <laughs> he's reflecting the so, doctor. <laughs> exactly. So, so what? Why? Um, I think that the all the props now. I mean, uh, look yeah. brilliant. I mean, they're getting into the yeah. briefcase looks yeah. fucking great. Yeah. It looks like yes. wow. And I like the fact that they get jostled around a bit. And Barbara says, "Oh, she got injured by a paperclip." And I was just thinking, yeah, yeah. how much further that could have gone. Like one of them falls into some cottage cheese. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> one, of them, one of them gets impaled on a like a protractor or something. Yeah. <laughs> and they find Gooch in there. Yeah, <laughs> I know I'm saying his name wrong. Stop correcting me. I don't yeah, care. I like it being called Gooch. Gooch. <laughs> it's, it's, sounds. Um, it's beautiful prop work in this. Yeah, it is. It really is. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, we, when we do our sort of sum ups, I have to say, like, I, I, it's fun. It's obviously you don't have your um, Barry Lett style CSO that you can uh, use mm. in this. So actually, for, for the technology they have, watching Doctor Who and then be shrunk must have been absolutely thrilling. Mm. Um, and yeah, I think it delivers a lot of it i mean what we got next is one of the most baffling decisions which is they go in the, they go in the um the suitcase and uh the doctor and susan decide they're going through the drains i'm gonna crawl Why? up the drain <laughs> <I know. laughs> mind you listen listen it could have been a lot different if they went up the sewage outlet pump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay maroon shitting on them yeah yeah <laughs> imagine if that's the cliffhanger God. And the worst good. thing, of course, is that I ate lots of peanuts. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to watch that tonight. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. It's, uh, it's what a good film. So yeah, so they are. So the Doctor doesn't do that. He isn't heading for the black hole of Tartarus, uh, a la <laughs> uh, Terror of the Vervoids. Um <laughs> They uh, they're climbing up the, uh, the 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 pipe. And and then it must uh, stink. It must absolutely, it must absolutely stink. Aren't they climbing rust? Like at one point, Susan's like, "Thank God that these pipes are so degraded that we've got footholds." And you're like, "Oh, so it's just like they're, they're putting their hands in rust? Mm, must be horrible." Rust and moss and sludge and bird yeah. shit. And God knows what. <laughs> Meanwhile, Ugh. Ian and Barbara are—they have a little look round. Um, yeah, because the briefcase has been put on a desk, hasn't it? Yes. So they, get to, they get to do some desk snooping. Yeah. <laughs> and they find a pile of seeds. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> a pile find... of wheat. Yes. <laughs> some Barbara clearly picks a bit up. Mm. Ian yeah. sees her do that, but some doesn't seem to somehow register that she's done that for the rest of the uh, oh, plot. Yeah. And then seems to revel in the fact that she's getting iller and iller. <laughs> He's almost enjoying it. It's really They keep sick. on getting Barbara to do loads of like physical labour when she's clearly not up to it. They're like, mm, no. could you just help us lift this massive receiver? And she's like, okay. Oh, yeah, I'm fine. I'm absolutely fine. Absolutely fine. I've just touched diseased wheat. Yeah. It just reminded me of that bit in Airplane where they're describing what would happen if someone had eaten the fish. <laughs> yeah. Because the doctor's like, well, they, they could probably die. Barbara's mm. like, oh, oh really? Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, she's mm. clearly dying, but doesn't want to tell anyone for mm. some reason. Didn't want to make a Yeah, fuss. I don't know why she wants to keep that quiet. Yeah, but she mm. does. Um, and then they're all heading towards the sink. That's where they're all heading towards. Mm. I oh. think that the plug hole looks pretty good. I think mm. that's. A pretty... I think this is the highlight of the whole thing, is all the sink stuff. It looks yes. genuinely amazing. Yeah. It does, doesn't it? And you can see why that... huge set that they built. (laughs) It's massive. With the plug and the chain and the the aluminium dip. It looks really good. It does. 
It was such an inconsequential piece of... (laughs) (laughs) It looks great. Yeah. Um, so they meet and then they're climbing down, but then um, old uh, what's it, and Smithers starts washing his hands. Yes. <laughs> the only man I know, maybe I, maybe this is a scientist thing, and maybe we should all be doing this during COVID. But like the only man I know who to do sort of a, a thorough wash of his hands puts the plug in. Mm. I, d- I d- <laughs> for some reason yeah, I was just who like, does that? Do that? Yeah, just have the water running. Anyway, that confused me. Um, but because that's the end of end of part two is that goodness. <laughs> Smithers is washing his hands. Yeah, we're, we're through the dangerous journey. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Being on a drowned desk. in fairy liquid. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I thought um, it was hands that did the dishes. It's Smithers. Thank <laughs> <you>. <laughs> Sorry, that's an awful joke. Uh, hands, hands wasn't available. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so then we're part so, three. Yes. Crisis. Right. Yes, but <laughs> is it though? <laughs> is it anything? <laughs> mm, mm. I think all... it should have been called apology. Yeah, <laughs> it should have been called the phone call. Yeah, because that's what happens. Yeah, they make so a luckily, phone call. Luckily, mm. the doctor hasn't been injured because they hit they they hide in the overflow pipe. Yes. <laughs> now I don't know about you, but overflow pipes are just notorious gunge. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's Getting horrible. The doctor should um, be climbing out, covered with his with his jam blood head, covered yeah. in bird shit. <laughs> they should be meeting that Moss. little that little fella from Labyrinth. Hello, come inside. Oh, yeah. Meet the wife. Meet the missus. Don't go that way. <laughs> he's, a, he's like a germ. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Well, hang on, yeah. Either. If they're only an inch tall, surely like hmm. they could see some sort of microbial action. I mean, that's the around. thing. I, I mean, so. you say what you like, but um, <clears throat> our Cameroon's kitchen is spotless. It really yeah. is. There's nothing. Keeps no a tiny kitchen. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So then they make a phone call, which at this point in my notes, because they obviously to make a phone call back then, you have to go via the switchboard and ask for someone, yeah. and they have to connect to you. And mm. I just wrote, God, it was shit in the past, wasn't mm. it? Like, just, just get anything it, done. And also, you have yeah. to bring up the local village gossip as well. Yeah. <laughs> Snooping she's like, on village you gossip how can I help you <laughs> and she's immediately I don't sound like the doctor at all Ooh, she knows the sound she knows the voice of everyone who lives in the, in that oh, area come on let's be fair he, he really covered his voice well by putting a handkerchief over the phone yeah. <laughs> what, what is this it's used in so many things so many it? things that, 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 that the judicial use of cloth <laughs> Yeah. Somehow turns you into fucking the guy from Police Academy. You can just do yeah, any, yeah. any voice or sound in the world. It just makes your own voice sound muffled, doesn't yeah, it? That's anything it does. you can do. I now, don't understand point, it. We know that RK Maroon can do an American accent because he's RK yeah. Maroon. Mm. So like I don't know why why they didn't make um they didn't make Farrow American or because we know because then you could put on an accent yes, and yeah. it yeah. make it much more to... obvious, yeah. But in, yeah. no, it's just Hello, Farrow here. <laughs> and the one's like, so nothing like him. Nothing like him. So he's like, this report, oh, I use this, this insecticide is amazing and you should all definitely use it. Despite the fact that it literally, it's just like anthrax is what this thing appears yeah. to be. It's just yeah, like, no. it kills everything. And also, ringing up the local operator going, put me through to the Ministry of the King and Queen and everything in the world. <laughs> oh, right, extension three, is it? Right? <laughs> it's just so brilliant. You're immediately put through to the Ministry. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. Good, but it's good that he does the Bob, Bobby Davro technique of getting over having a bad impression by saying, hello, Pharaoh here. Yeah. <laughs> like when Bobby Davro used to say, hello, I am Benny from Crossroads. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Or, oh, or any Jagger, sketch yeah. on Dead Ringers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. Whoa. I don't write for hot it. Take, hot take, hot take. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that one. To be fair, that's um, so yeah, so he... John Coleshaw does a good impression of someone doing an impression of John Coleshaw. That's yeah. 
<laughs> now we the John Coles will probably listen to this because he is oh. a he's a massive hooey. We love you, John. I, I love we John Coles. I'm, I'm just being silly. Yeah. <laughs> was that John Coltrane just then doing a John Rain impression? He was. <gasps> Well, what many what, what many uh, listeners don't know about wheezing groaning is John Colshaw's been doing this for six months. <laughs> He's all three. We've of been us. away on sabbatical. <laughs> We've been stuck in a sink. <laughs> but we haven't militarized. I don't know how it happened. We just literally got all stuck in a sink. <laughs> um, and then so okay, so they've made so this phone calls happened. Yeah, Barbara's sort of rallied a bit, having having been told to like lift things and move things and get this a cork and jam them under stuff, um, and so there is at this point that they're going to make their own phone call. They're going to try and make their own phone call. Um, oh god, yeah, which takes forever, but it's really like quite. It's, it's genius fun. and fun and odd and yeah, quite sort of redundant, but I kind yeah, of yeah. Yeah. because yeah, they try and speak to this woman, but then she's like the teacher from uh, from. Um, peanuts and mm, they can't really yeah. hear her mm. um, so so then the next plan so that although she sort of is suspicious enough to send over the policeman who sat next to her yeah, yeah. Like, anything happening today Doris <laughs> well I mean you sit here anything. every day waiting well, for something funny you should say that I think Bobby Davros in that <laughs> <laughs> blimey he's my favourite comedian I bet you <laughs> him straight <laughs> He looks at the camera. I, I, I'm, I say comedian, but you know what I mean. <laughs> He's all right in small doses, you know. And entertainer. It's a different, a different yeah. genre back then, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's no Barry Took, but who yeah. is? <laughs> well, just tell me your job. I'd love to sit here all day <laughs> talking about comedians, but I'm have <laughs> police work, I'm afraid. <laughs> Does the policeman have a name? I don't know if he even has a name. Like I don't think Arthur he has Blod he just, or something. Yeah. <laughs> just he just goes off to these just off to investigate based yeah, on nothing. Investigate nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Go on then. He's cool. I wanted to be called like Jack Kippers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. I reckon he's one of those blokes that isn't a policeman but just dresses as one and <laughs> yeah. hasn't got the heart to tell him anymore. He's so every day he's like, that... Well, I'm gonna go and investigate the stream. Alright, <laughs> I wanted to be that bloke from that video. You, this is a citizen's arrest. You're under arrest. <laughs> no, You're yeah. under arrest. This is a citizen's arrest. Now you die. <laughs> <laughs> So obviously, I'm right, uh, getting on my bike and I'm going off mm, to the lovely cottage. He's off to investigate. All of this. And then, assuming that's worked, the doctor and the assistants then pursue their second line of attack, which is, to which start is vandalism. <laughs> vandalism to yeah. start fire. Vandalism and pyromania. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they're going to. What gonna... a keen mind the doctor has. <laughs> Let's start a fire. <laughs> oh, you think in like 10 years' time, you've got. Dom, Tom Baker taking the guts out of machine to build us a space version of that machine. This one's just like let's set fire to the fucking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and fucking so they've, they've got this uh, this uh, can, isn't it? This aerosol can. Yeah, aerosol um, can and a Bunsen burner that releases gas. Burner. <laughs> so mm. they're going to set fire. So they set fire to it successfully. Um, it's incredibly Ian, dangerous. Ian, a run up though with the match. That's yeah, yeah, <laughs> like. I mean, what is frustrating, I guess, it's limitations of budget, is that at no point are any of the humans made aware that there are tiny people. Um, no. They don't interact in any way. Imagine, <laughs> if, they're, imagine if it had gone wrong, though. The, the news report saying, a cottage burnt down today in Suffolk, yes. and three tiny skeletons were found. <laughs> Inside a cat. Yeah. <laughs> 
Hang Inside one with the wound of a dead man. He yeah. seems to be <laughs> defecating as he died. God, he's one so inch like... man hanging yeah. out of a bullet wound. <laughs> <laughs> Scotland Yard, uh, to quote, are absolutely baffled. It's <laughs> <laughs> <was> like Pompeii. <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> yeah. The doctor would definitely be found wanking like that. Yeah. Like Pompeii. <laughs> Or Ian, actually, Ian, probably. Definitely, definitely. Um, (laughs) So the Doctor comes up with a plan that's most dangerous to him and his his assistant. Exactly, a fire and gas. (laughs) That'll solve it. That'll solve everything. It does. It would. You think of any Doctor Who story, and that would solve it. So he's right. It's true. That is true. (laughs) My name's Adric. Right, get the gas in the fire. Not that bit of a thing, they all come in with flamethrowers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Adric, untie me from this fucking chair! <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. So, so yes, uh, a fight. I, I, is it also, uh, am I right or wrong that the Doctor at this point doesn't know that he's also somehow stopping this horrible disease from... He's not aware of any of that, is he? No. no. <laughs> no, no. Really. He's just miniaturising a cottage trying to start a fire. Yeah. <laughs> What he's doing that day? He's a twisted firestarter. Yeah, yes. he just happens it's, to be helping out. It's not like he's going. Oh, I'm going to save humanity uh, in a roundabout way. There's none of that. It's just let's start a fire. For yeah. months. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the there aerosol can explodes and blinds Arcamaru. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. That's nice. He'll that never nice. draw again. No. Better <laughs> find my peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear! Oh, God. Oh. And so they run off. Basically, they run off. The the policeman is then like, "You're arrested." I assume because they they haven't done a good job of hiding the body. No, they have, no, they haven't <laughs> even tried. No, tried. it's just leaning against the front door, <laughs> like a foot scraper. Like, yeah. <laughs> but to be fair, they put a lampshade on his head. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but outside in the garden. No one, no one will suspect the thing. <laughs> it's in the garden, you idiots. <laughs> Some passerby trying to plug him in. Yeah. Where's the socket? Yeah. Where's the socket in his head? Um, Is this a standard? Not in the garden, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. So they so they make their way back to the TARDIS, having achieved whatever it is they think they've achieved. I said, what have they achieved? Nothing! Nothing! They turned up because the TARDIS made a mistake. Yeah. And they wandered around in miniature, crawling through shit, slime, and God knows what. Set a fire and then fucked off! <laughs> they, what this spe- they could have called this set a fire and fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> I guess, like, by phoning the switchboard, that woman was alerted. Like, she had to do so much. Like, her mind yeah, had to do so Yeah, she literally became leaps. Sherlock Holmes immediately, didn't she? Yeah. What? Oh. I can't hear anyone on the end of the phone. Well, it's some industrial espionage plot to grow some secret scenes that may poison mankind. I better get Arthur, who dresses up as policeman, to come down and sort that out. What? <laughs> It's a big leap in plot, isn't it? It really, it really well, is. Well, thank God for her, is all I can say. Yeah. She well, yeah it's all down to her. <laughs> yeah. Because so, all the doctor manages to do is slightly injure the eye of a man. That is 
Yeah, and then the, the, the policeman turns up and goes, I'm arresting all of you for something. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. You're all under arrest for yeah. some reason. All right, I'll come quietly. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fair cough. Yeah, you got me. You got me. <laughs> Oh, so then they they get their way back to the TARDIS, which they could have done from the start, and the story would have they been... could have opened the TARDIS door, seen a worm, and gone fuck this, straight back in the door. Yep. <laughs> so they're back oh, in the TARDIS, dear. but poor Barbara is still suffering because of course she's very she is, because, ill. Yeah, very Ill. she's very ill. Um, and we also get some other science now because when <laughs> Barbara returns to normal size. The mm. disease that's in her yeah. isn't a disease, and it's sh- it, so and, and, and magic's happened. It's yeah. like, what? <laughs> She's still got disease in her bloodstream. Wouldn't the disease stay the same size as her body? Because like, it's not like when she grows her clothes stay miniature. Like, I know it's like it's like the idea that uh, if during the episode Ian ate a breadcrumb and then when he gets back to normal size, there's an entire loaf of bread sticking out of his head. <laughs> Because it's all gone wrong with the ratio. <laughs> I just make your mind up. Yeah. <laughs> just a massive loaf of bread for a face. Yeah. And then the episode ends. Doctor Who silently. French dick for a nose. Yeah. <laughs> Croissants for ears. Oh. <laughs> and a sliced white loaf for a face. Fade to black and. Yeah. <laughs> Doctor Who will return. Yeah. Would not be a classic <laughs> if he had done the whole thing. Next week, the Hovis abomination. <laughs> <laughs> the Hovis experiment. <laughs> Ian gets cut into soldiers and dipped into an egg. <laughs> Don't worry, the doctor saves a day, he sets fire to the egg. <laughs> ah, boiled. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so they get back in the TARDIS and then the TARDIS is now working for some reason. It's just had a rest or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's he turned working. it on and off again. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. it's on and off. TARDIS goes back to full size to prove that it's all fine because they, they bring in a giant ant egg and yes. then it's all back to normal size. And it shrinks. Yeah. And what I love is when William Hartnell's like, Look, it's a normal size. He's clocking the he's clocking the monitor to make sure he's lined up the shot properly. Oh, yeah. it's, he's really doing it because obviously they've got to get the close up. But he's like, mm. he goes, look, and he's sort of looking at the floor manager to make sure he's got the right shot. It's lovely. Um, look, I'm then... doing it. No, don't, don't, don't do that. <laughs> I'm going to take a shit right. in it. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're not. No, you're not. Not in here. Do it outside. <laughs> um, oh. So anyway, so. At that point, they take off, having yeah. achieved, having sort of, Barbara got Nada. ill, now is better, they've <laughs> achieved nothing, and off they go to their next adventure, the Dalek Invasion of Earth, 20, mm. whatever it is. A classic. Oh. Anyway, you can see why uh, at Big the end of that one. tone. Yeah, mm. Susan's like, I'm leaving now. That's <laughs> enough now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the last story, we just blinded a man. <laughs> Turned up to a beautiful... Airbnb blinded the man and left. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, got, it's got to be a better way. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, it's such a weird story, isn't it? But mm. I don't know. It's just, it's fun. It's charming. It's, oh, it's Yeah, it's, it's really a charming and pastoral, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. 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 Should we do our scores yeah. and then. Uh, what shall we score? Yes. What shall we score? Oh, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> um. Wow. Yeah, what, what's it to be scored? There's lots of little, like different things. Like, I like the bit in litmus paper when he picks up some litmus paper. And what's the line he says? I wrote it down. He says, um, 
Ship is paper. Yeah. What is it all for the many times I have held litmus paper in my fingers? Mm. You're like, all oh, right. there you go then. Yeah. 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 Well, it's out of a hundred litmus papers then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. There it is. So I think this is utterly charming. Mm. It doesn't make yeah. any sense, but like. As uh, you know, you're watching that in the '60s, and you're like, you get everything you want. There's a big ant. They're in a. They're in a. Um, <laughs> there's a big plug hole. Uh, they set a fire. <laughs> everything you want. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm. Ge- I'm gonna go. I- I'm gonna. I'm gonna give this uh, 67. 67 wow. litmus papers. Wow. This one. Mm. Okay. Well, yeah. I'm. I'm sort of. Um, it, it, it's a weird. It's weird to have a storyline where um, the doctor and the companions. <laughs> Presence just happens to be by the by, and yeah. Sort of, um, <laughs> yeah, almost sort of like observing what's going on and sort of being part of it, but it's of zero consequence. <laughs> but I think for me, it's just the impressive sets, and you know, the matchbox looks brilliant, the sink looks brilliant, the chain looks it all looks really yeah. great. Um, mm-hmm. and as we know, you know, they often drop the ball with um, sets and costumes, yeah, for 50, 60, 70 years. <laughs> so, quite frankly, 96. Before that's uh, that, obviously that's where all the budget went. Um, yeah. It is such a weird thing. They turn up by accident, <laughs> crawl around shit, set a fire, and go home. It's, just a, it's a bit utterly pointless. But the whole journey's like, oh, that's brilliant! Oh, look at that! They're all tiny, and it's really good fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a it, it it it's sort of like a Doctor Who story that really wasn't a Doctor Who story, but really good fun. I'm going to give it sixty. Lovely stuff. Mm, well, yeah. <clears throat> I'm going to basically just <clears throat> echo what you both said. I love the sets. Mm-hmm. It's really charming. It's that lovely slice of 60s TV that I like. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to give it extra points for the fact that poor William was spared the scene where he had to do the equation. Oh, yes. Because you could yeah. tell he was having trouble reading all those words out. <laughs> when they're on the notepad, um, mm. it kind of cuts and then comes back and he goes, hmm, I've solved it. Um, so, I, I um, so I'm not Pic- going to go as far. Picture of a stick man with a big willy. <laughs> <laughs> Put in there. Yeah, Um, yeah, I'm not going to go as high as you two because although I enjoyed it, it didn't hold my intention much. And as you say, the uh, actual adventure wasn't really an adventure at all. (laughs) Going up and down a plug and then going home again. Um, So I'm going to give it 49. 49, Hmm. which means that 176 uh, litmus papers for the Planet of the Giants. That's a respectable uh, score. It is, it is, and I, yeah. I just think, yeah, it's a lo- it's a three parter as well. Got like more three parters, please, because it sort of mm. it means that you never there's not any lag. You, it was entertaining all the way through, and I was like, oh yeah, that's a, that's a good length. Well done, everyone. Yeah. Absolutely, I think mm. it could have. Imagine if they just did that storyline, but there was a race of miniature aliens there. <laughs> that would have been the story. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, an invasion fleet, but it's of no consequence because all they're going to do is kill a cat or something like yeah. that. <laughs> um, that would have been really good fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, were there any correspondence about... There, there uh... were. There mm. were. Um, first one from Tamara Bumdier. She mm. says, Planet of the Giants, take that, Greta Thunberg. Winged <laughs> political drama before hippies. <laughs> take that. <laughs> take, I like, that's against Greta is the, uh, the ecology uh, theme of this episode. Yeah. Mm. Short and sweet, only marred by Babs falling over and fainting over and over again. And she's giving it 54 ant eggs. I think that's about representative mm. of what we've, uh, we've gone for. That's lovely. Yeah. Mm. 
Uh, have a, sorry, I'm just... Uh, Tom Burgess. Hello, Tom. Hello. He says, Planet of the Giants is one of the last classic stories I watched, so it's always felt a bit unknown, weird, and forgotten, which is mm. nice because it, mean, it means it still surprises me by being good. Mm. Yeah. I'd agree with that. Uh, I'm just checking now. Hang on a sec. Ben Thomas, Planet of the Giants. As Forrester and Smithers drag Pharaoh's dead body across the <laughs> ground, Frank Crenshaw, playing Pharaoh, can be seen blinking a few times. It's been theorised he's trying to communicate SOS with his eyelid of Morse code to his agent. Sorry. Um... Crinoid podcast said Planet of the Giants the TARDIS team are even smaller than the subplot as William Russell <laughs> nails the classic trapped in a giant matchbox mime and Barbara <laughs> nearly dies of being British <laughs> she is she's yeah. so embarrassed to admit she's done something wrong <clears throat> British, in, British in a built up area yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, hang on a sec sorry about this uh, Nick H uh, says Planet of the Giants still feels longer three episodes God knows how boring the fourth episode version must be still the sets are really good and i like the the eco message yeah yeah i mean the eco it's sort of it's an interesting eco message because basically it's like oh don't release that thing that kills everything <laughs> someone mm. else going oh I, I quite want to do that mm. it's, it's not the most nuanced message but uh it's yeah i enjoyed it and that is it for the correspondence thank you all Thank you so much. Thank you. Good lord. Well, that was uh, Planet of the Giant. I, 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 yeah, I really enjoyed this one. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I hadn't seen it in yonks. Yeah, like thirty years. So it was so mm-hmm. nice just to see that again. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. It, no, like it's, you say, it's three episodes like as well. Silly. Lovely. Well, it's, yeah. the, it's the thing about who in it. There's a bit for everybody, especially if you go back or forwards. There's always something for a different niche, and I, I think this yes. is a nice little cozy '60s TV. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Lovely stuff. Wonderful. How do we end these? <laughs> well, we usually say keep following us at Weezing Pod. Oh, yeah. Uh, please keep sending in your correspondence. We've got more episodes to come after this, obviously. And we've got yes. another themed run after these three, which we'll yeah. announce. Uh, we're announcing the last episode of this run. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> but uh, until next time... Uh, uh, we'll go back into our sink to become sink operators. <laughs> and um, thank you very much. Goodbye. 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 Let's get high on Harpic. <laughs> <laughs>
Hello, my name is Pete Ellison. This is Dave Cribb. Hello, and we do a podcast called Friends with Friends, as you might have guessed from the music that's playing underneath, uh, which is a sort of lo-fi rendition of the Friends theme tune for rights reasons. We get a different guest on every week on our podcast to talk about their favourite episode of Friends. And we look through it in excruciating detail. We pick through levels of plots like no one has ever done before. So if you like Friends or just listening to people talking, which are both valid activities, do look us up on the old podcast app and that. Friends with friends and we're on Twitter at friendswf.